T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Don't mess up my mood, please. Please. Don't even go Yeah, there. don't kill the buzz. No, no. Come on now. No, let, let it flow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You played golf yesterday? No. No? No, 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 no. I was working yesterday, actually. I was on the set, 9 o'clock. Yeah? Till about 3. Spending mm-hmm. taxpayer dollars? What? Well, I mean, me spending. Just trying, to kill the, just trying to kill the buzz? No. A lot of golf. Working. Some new stuff on the horizon. I know. I'm excited. I want a Thank T-shirt you. or something. Oh, if we get that far. <laughs> <laughs> is be, there... has to be a demand first. Can I pitch you some segment ideas? Sure. All right. Involving yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to be on yeah, the show. Yeah, why not? Right? Yeah. After I tell you my story about being shamed by a teenage girl, you might not want me on the show. I may not. I think uh, you need to share that. We also need to share the story of the mobile meth lab that has gone up. What? Uh, in our newsroom, yeah. So that's a Breaking Bad reference. Oh, oh, okay. Is that what uh, my man had? What's his name? Uh, uh, yeah, Walter Brian White. Cranston, Walter White. Yeah, sure. He's a great actor. Yes. Wow. And a note in the kids out there, you should listen and, and learn about his story because just a bit parts here and there, and then finally he gets that part and pff, goes nuts. Well, he's also the dad in Malcolm in the Middle. That might have been Well, Malcolm in the Middle and, and then uh, the uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And I saw an expose on him. I guess it was 60 Minutes or something. And, and then he does the uh, LBJ. Yes. And he, he did it on Broadway, and then they he did it, uh, reprised the role right? in, in the movie, um, Showtime or HBO, and he, he's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and kept working. Malcolm and Miller, you're correct. And, and then everything's just come up roses yeah. since. Man. Malcolm, Frankie Munez, straight down. Really? Up goes Brian Cranston. Yeah. yeah. So keep working, kids. That's right. Moral of the story. What? <laughs> I just like when you get <laughs> serious and there's like a straight on, like what? as if we're on TV, like staring the camera down with your. And that's done. today's motivational message from Brian Jones. <laughs> as like your signature is going across the bottom of the screen. And like, the more you know. <laughs> keep trying. So. <laughs> What's the song? That's no. something. Mm-hmm. That's what friends are for? Yeah. Something like that. Thank what did you. I Thank sing? You. <laughs> My kindergarten graduation, we had to, we had to sing a song. You graduate from kindergarten? Well, yeah. I mean... Yeah, because for my grammar school, my Catholic grammar school, you went to kindergarten, like it was half day, it was learning how to color and tie your shoes. And then to for first grade was like the big time actual school. Mm-hmm. There we go. Count on me For sure That's what friends are for Is that Whitney? I think it's Tiffany Oh, Dion Warwick I'm sorry, Miss Warwick And the Pips? (laughs) Tiffany (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany Dion Warwick So uh, we sang from my kindergarten end of year celebration Is that better for you than graduation? Uh, We sang Whitney the children are our future. Oh, that's a, that's a really one. uplifting yeah. song. Yeah, they are our future only if they're good kids. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not those badass kids. 
<laughs> so hell with them. <laughs> speaking of badass, um, ah, tell me about this thirteen year old. Please. Oh, you want this one? All right, fine. Oh. So, um, this is gonna be when we go to see Spitz after the show. I'm like, I'm gonna start off the seven o'clock hour with a gym story. <laughs> but <laughs> he's not listening. Oh, he's not listening. Oh, there, well, this he is might the, be. This is the Spitz Haven, right? <laughs> so. I think I told you this. My wife and I joined a new gym like two months ago, right? No, you did not so disclose I, that. Because I need to get my you know I, I was going to tell you, you look like you were getting in better you shape. You know what? My wife mentioned it yesterday. It made me feel good. I don't know if she yeah. was lying or not, but... No, I've um, noticed that. So we, we went, we've we joined a new gym. It's a little... You know, we're paying... It's not cheap because it's got real stuff and guys will <laughs> kick in the butt and make you do stuff. So, so you have a trainer? I don't, Not directly. Okay. So, but I, I finally went, I wanted to go to a class to have a guy yell at me and maybe learn a couple of things I can do on my own when I'm in the room. Why didn't you hire me? I, I, I'm going to after this. So finally, Saturday, <laughs> she's like, let's go to the gym. Do you want to take a class? And I go, all right, yeah, let's, fine, let's do it. Today, today's the day. So we take a class with a gentleman named Juan, and the class is called HIT, High Intensity Interval Training. So we go in there, and he's like, grab a light, medium, and heavy weights yep. and get, get set. It's 45 minutes of hell. Yeah. I'm doing lunges and jumping jacks with, <laughs> arm, with things in my arm, doing all squats and jumping <laughs> and shimmying right and slide step left. First of all, you got to be like a dancer to do these things. <laughs> And there's Juan up there, like, in the mirror, cursing us out. <laughs> so, like, he's like, you know, if you need to take a break, you take a break. So, you know, he's counting things down, and I'm stopping at five or three to avoid death as opposed to going all the way to the end. <laughs> and at one point, I'm like, <laughs> like, first, my right foot's on fire from the beginning, right? I'm like, do I have a stress fracture? What does turf toe feel like? So I fight through that, and at one point, I'm, like, bent over. I don't know what's up, what's down. I look over. And there's this smug little 13-year-old with her mom, and she's doing everything. She's like in lockstep with Juan and, like, looking around, taunting me. Now, so we go through 45 minutes of this. We get to the end, and I'm, I've very rarely been this proud of myself. I'm like, you know, all things considered, I threw my hat off at one point. I even apologized to the woman behind me. I'm like, I don't know if I broke any gym rules, but this is my first time, so if I got in your way, I'm sorry. But I walk out like, all right, I, I, I'm not dizzy. I don't want to throw up. Right. I think I did okay for my first, like, hard-ass workout in a long time. You did. But then, so then we're sitting there because we can bring the kids with us, and they have, like, a little kid area in the right. gym. So we're waiting for the kids to come back from some silly karate class. And my wife starts asking me about what we should do this afternoon with, like, three options. And I just look at them like... I can't think about this right now. <laughs> I need five minutes. I can't move. But then the rest of the day, I'm fine, right? And then yesterday, I wake up, and I swing my legs out of bed, and they stay straight. <laughs> and I, I, I get them down on the ground, and I'm not kidding. I, like, stopped three inches of taking my butt off the bed, and I'm like, what's happening? I get up, and I'm like a newborn deer my legs and i'm not kidding from the bottom of my rear end through my calf i have almost no mobility <laughs> still today I, watch me i'll get up in the next break after sitting still for 10 minutes you need to go work I, out again what is wrong with me you're sore i mean i know it's i, I guess you need to work good. out again holy cow yeah man I was. You can't I, just do it one time. You got to go again. No, I'm going to go again when I have the full range of motion no, in my no, legs no, back. No, 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 no. See, you're you're messing this thing up. You got to go again. I got to go today immediately and do yes. what? 
Do something. But I, like I stretched. I was no I, hell with stretching. You got to go run. You got to you got to train <laughs> gotta those go muscles run. to I deal. I can't even walk to get water ten minutes <laughs> well, ago. Well, you do as much as you can do, man. That's part of it. Yes, you're gonna be sore. This is new. Unfamiliar territory for your body. Meanwhile, Melissa, I'm sure, was doing cartwheels yesterday. <laughs> she was. Oh, brat. Right. Well, guess what? I can vote and rent a car, so deal with that. <laughs> Good for her that she can't do all those things yet. Well, I have a trainer like that. I lament every Thursday. I go to this kickboxing class, Francis. Bitch! <laughs> this is the, the, the warm-up is worse than the class. I mean, I'm in there dying. I'm with you. And yeah. I do this all the time. And right. just imagine that's your first... A uh, hint of it, and, and and man, she kills you, and everyone's looking around. Is she real? Is she serious? <laughs> yeah, she wants to do what? Dude, like fifteen minutes in, I'm like, there's still yeah. a half an hour left. He's like, we're not even in the hard part yet. I'm like, what's the hard part? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the lady that checks you, she laughs at me. I said, you still coming back? Yes, I'm a glutton for punishment. Yes. Well, that's the other thing. Like, so it's it's over. And everyone's like applauding and like going and thanking him for the workout, <laughs> and then and he yep. and, he, and he remembers everybody. He's like, "How you, how you doing there, Jimmy? And how, what's going?" On? And I'm like, "What kind of cult is this?" Like the, <laughs> the guy just shamed me for 45 minutes. I want to push him down you. the stairs, right? And right. you're saying, and then everyone's fine. And they're just walking out like, "Ha ha ha!" You survived. Great. That's why when I, I go in, kinda. I, I, I don't even want to see the woman. I don't even want to look at her face. I just want to get through this. And after I'm done, after I survive, I say thank you as well. Thank you, Francis. I hate you. Yeah. I'll be hating you again next Thursday. But you made it through it. You need to go work out today. Seriously, you got to do something. No. You got to run, get on a treadmill, something. Yeah. Yes. No. You got to train those muscles, man. No joke. This morning, I went to buy iced coffee from like this little cart outside, and it's something two fifty. I forget what it is. But so he gives me two quarters and I drop one of them <laughs> and it rolls like kind of underneath the car. I can still see it, but I like start to bend. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need that quarter that bad. <laughs> and there's a guy, there's this big burly right across the street. There's like, there's a post office and the state department. Yeah. So there's a bunch of dudes with guns for security, you know, security guards. And there's one guy next to me at six, three, probably former Navy seal. And I'm like, and I give up on the course. I go, like, oh, it's right there. And I, so I, and now I, I got to pick it up. So I go again, like, I don't want that bad. And he goes, <laughs> and he's like, I'll get it. I'm like, oh, all right, thanks. I, just, I, thought, I thought it was gone. He's you like, little, oh, here you go. You little wimp. You, got, yeah. you have to go back today, man. Train those muscles. Get three classes in a row in. Three classes in a row? Three in a row. Come on. You already got one. I, Two more. Come on. Oh, I, I missed yesterday, so three in a row is out. I'll go, I'll go I, walk on the treadmill today. Do something, yes. I'll do something. All right. I'll just take a nap. All right. One or the other. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So here's my new favorite organization, Court Club Elite. Uh, It is a group that trains and supplies referees for both amateur uh, and professional slash college uh, basketball games. And they were the referees that were working with this AAU tournament last week that LeVar Ball was at and um, basically got a female referee taken off his game Friday morning after she gave him a tech after she gave him a tech on Wednesday for being LeVar Ball. Uh, and this club, this, this, this organization has said, you know what, this was ridiculous. I can't believe Adidas did this. And we are ending our five-year relationship with them over this. And I say good for them because this LeVar, I mean, Greg swore one time you were out, it was me and Greg, and he's, this is, this is going to be it. He's going to fade away. It's over now. This guy's not going away. <laughs> this is a bad dude so that can't the, keep his nose clean. He received a technical foul in, 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 in this game. Now, did he ask for the lady to be dismissed, the referee to yes, be, be he, dismissed because she was a female? 
or because he was upset about the tech. Well, okay, so there, she gave him a tech on Wednesday. Right. Then on the Friday game, apparently they Adidas was asking this company to put a third referee on this game to manage it better, and apparently said, "Don't throw Lavar out because he's a draw. He's gonna be a jerk. Don't give him tees and leave." So right. she, he gets a tee on Friday. And he basically stops the game and says, I'm taking LaMelo and, and the rest of the team home. If we don't do something about this, they get together. And then Adidas okay. says it decided to take her off the game. I understand that. But was it because she was a female? He didn't yeah, like the way was. she was refing. I can't. Listen, if, if, I'm, if I'm reading too much into this, Mr. Ball, I'm sorry. But I can't imagine he's doing the same thing if it's a male official. Because he, he later said, well... You know, the, the the thing she did was mess with me. She got caught in a tough spot and then said, I'm sure she's fine refing women, but this men's well, stuff is different. Yeah, the, the misogynistic comments like that, of course, he, he's wrong uh, for saying that. And, and his team ended up losing anyway, and, and, and they were out of the tournament. But uh, this, this guy, he's the gift that keeps on giving. And, yes, he's a draw, but if you're going to engage in activity like this and, and – and, and and be a misogynistic uh, personality. That's not gonna. That's not gonna go well. And, and so I, I, I'm with you. If uh, he said she has to go, based purely on the fact that it was a female that was assessing him a, a technical foul. Yeah, he needs to go. He and his team needs to go. And, and and then the referees association, they did the right thing. Yeah, good good for them. Uh, the National Association of Basketball Referees also chimed in. I mean, enough's enough. Yeah. I mean, enough is he used his stay in, stay in her lane comment he did with uh, Christine Leahy, who well, stood think, up to him on, on Colin well, Coward's I didn't, show. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think that was an affront to that lady in, in that instance, and I know a lot of people came to her assistance, but uh, she had made some comments about him. He confronted her about those comments. What's wrong with that? She said she said has a platform where she can talk about various sports and various individuals. He confronted her about what she had said to him. And it, that was that. Well, I, I he didn't, didn't think, confront yeah. her. He told her that he, she didn't have the she didn't have like the ability to speak to him. He didn't have an argument with her. He told her to shut up and stay over there on the other side of the stage while he talked to Colin, basically, which is what my problem was. He was dismissive of her because she was a woman. He was dismissive of her because of what she had said about him in the past. But I think he would have handled it differently if it was me sitting there. I, I doubt it. I, you've seen how he's reacted to any and everyone that has, he has told, questioned. Has he told anybody else to stay in their lane? Well, he says the same thing that a lot of different people. He, he goes off on whether you're a man or a woman. He goes off on anyone who's been a critic of his, the, his approach. Right, but how he goes off on you is the issue. And I, and I, I think, and I could, again, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, but I see a different way of going off on people when the person's a woman. I, he felt like she had treated him unfairly in her right. commentary in the past, and yeah. so he was. I think she critiqued him her, as a father, not right? because of her, uh, 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 because she was a woman, just because of her comments. That's the way I saw it. Right, but like if if I'm mad at you and I'm mad at female Brian Jones. And you and I have an actual argument, and we go back and forth, and then we settle it. That's I still went after you, but if I just said, shut up, stay in your lane, and then turn my back to you and talk to somebody else because you were a woman, th- there's, a, there's, there's different ways of going. Well, I don't know if he did going. that because he, she's a woman. That's my point. I mean, I've never seen him do it to anybody else. That's, that's my point. Well, if I, I've, I've missed seen him, him be dismissive to a lot of people. And, and, and his critics, he's very dismissive uh, to those folks. Well, Shaq's got my back in this uh, because what else would Shaq do in this situation but write and record a rap Shaq's song? Shaq's in a fool? Uh, yeah. 
did uh, a little, did, a little did, he a, did he did he write a song we can actually play? Uh, most of it, some no, of it, no, all no. of it. All Ooh. right, let's see what Shaq did to take a little shot at the big baller brand. Oh. <laughs> oh, he, got, he got the sponsor reason. <laughs> now that's a professional. Oh, wow. That that is great, and, and that, and that music Gambier is outstanding. Reference. Anthony Hamilton uh, did a song, who's a great singer. Where are you, Anthony Hamilton? Great R and B singer, and uh, he did a song uh, with with that 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 track. And and there's another song out right now, Young Black America. Uh, Meek Mill has okay. a song that's pretty damn good. And, and it speaks to what Colin Kaepernick was was protesting, uh, and, and now Shaq has, has, has sampled that as well. That was damn good. Yeah, he goes after him hard. That just shut Levar Ball up. Probably not. Wow, that oh, was man. that was damn good. Did you say? It sounded like you said you're Jockaloni in there. Is he listening to the show? Is he a Billy fan? And then there's an Eric Dampier reference. <laughs> I know. How about that? Shaq wow. has some skills. I well, told I y'all he had skills. Gio's laughing at me. I'm telling you, his his, his uh, album back in the day, uh, no, one of well, them not was pretty good. There was a couple songs there. Shaq has mad skills. I mean, he's not Le'Veon Bell. What? Saying like three words in a song. Oh, he's better than Le'Veon Pete. Bell. Much better. Ugh. Come on. Better than a Le- lot of them. Le'Veon Bell doesn't have an album. Does he? No. <laughs> no he will not be lot, putting out an album. A lot of folks have albums that shouldn't Shaq have albums. Shaq has skills. Yeah, at basketball and, and somewhat a diss track. Oh no! Been hearing you oh, lately. No, 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 no. I've been hearing you lately. <laughs> I've been hearing you lately. <laughs> Way to go, Shaq. That's damn good. Then maybe Levar stay in his lane, right? Probably not. Eight five five two one two. Come on, that is a great beat. See right I there? Is he say Jacaloni? Jeff Malone. Jeff Malone. Not close enough. You're not the mailman. You're not even Jeff Maloney. I I remember Jeff Malone back in the day. You guys weren't even born. Not as good as Carl. He for the Bullets. Did he? Yeah, I believe so. Look it up, Mikey B. Jeff Malone. He did from 1983 to 1990. He did. That went to the Jazz right after that. Wow. I know my basketball. Geo. In the late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. If it happened 20 years ago, (laughs) Brian's got your take now. If he was on the Bullets, (laughs) they don't exist anymore. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. The mystery white tent at CBS Sports Radio, plus a Brad Heller update next right here on Gio and Jones. This is L.A. Chargers head coach Anthony Land, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. It's Gio and Jones. It's bogus in for Gio alongside Brian Jones. With me filling in for Greg, Brad Heller plays the role of me on this (laughs) Monday morning and has already in an hour and a half done more for race relations than I have <laughs> in two plus years of Geo and Jones. It's what I'm here for. It's just, it's just what I'm here for. Bart let my Scott, actions do the talking. Yeah, Bart Scott and I applaud you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you are an honorary former NFL defender on this fine morning. It's the uh, least I can do for you guys, it really is. We will. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean by you guys, Brad? Yeah. I heard that. I heard it I too. Heard that. I'm just gonna let it so, roll um, off my back. Maybe accidentally, I don't know. There's a big white tent in our newsroom this morning. <laughs> we'll get to that after Brad's update. <laughs> All right, guys. One Hall of Fame induction day in Cooperstown. Well, a future Hall of Famer reached a milestone. Here's the pitch. Swing and a hard hit ball inside third base hit down the left field line. 
Mazzara gets to third. Adrian going to second. He's got a double for 3,000. Matt Hicks on the Rangers Radio Network. Beltre, the 31st player in Major League history to reach 3,000 hits. The first Dominican-born player to do so, but the Rangers lost to the Orioles 10-6. Meanwhile, a different kind of milestone for Dodgers rookie Kyle Farmer. His first Major League at bat, a walk-off two-run double. Dave Roberts Dodgers won their eighth in a row, 3-2 over the Giants in 11 innings. You know, he just didn't panic. You know, he conducted a very professional at bat. And, um, you know, to cap it off, to cap that night off with a double down the right field line to score the, the winning runs, um, I mean, it's obviously, it was electric. And speaking of electric, Steve Pierce, a game-winning grand slam for the Blue Jays for the second time in four days. It capped a seven-run ninth inning. Toronto beat the Angels at home 11-10. to Elsewhere, Matt Davidson, a walk-off two-run homer, the White Sox, White Sox snapped the Indians' nine-game winning streak, 3-1 to one, the final. Andrew McCutcheon, three home runs, all solo shots. The Pirates beat the Padres 7-1. to one. As for the Hall of Fame class of 2017, Pudge Rodriguez, Tim Raines, Jeff Bagwell, former Commissioner Bud Selig, and John Scherholz were all inducted in Cooperstown. 4 o'clock Eastern today, the baseball trade deadline. The Cubs will reportedly get reliever Justin Wilson and catcher Alex Avila from the Tigers. The Rangers sending Jonathan Lucroy to the Rockies. The Royals landed Melky Cabrera from the White Sox. The twin ship pitcher Jaime Garcia to the Yankees. The New York Post says the Yankees are also the favorites to land A's right-hander Sonny Gray. That is, if Oakland decides to trade him. From the NFL, Ravens owner Steve Bashotti acknowledged at a fan forum that the team is considering signing free agent Colin Kaepernick. Patriots linebacker Rob Ninkovich announced his retirement after 11 seasons. And the Vikings giving corner Xavier Rhodes a five-year contract extension worth a reported $78 million. Guys? Brad, thank you very much. So we walked in today. Well, actually, we left the building on Friday to an email from Eric Spitz entitled, Home Improvement, Not the Show. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, we are the <laughs> long story short, there's uh, we have two floors in our building here in lower Manhattan and both floors will be going under construction for most of August uh, as we bring in employees from a different location are moving here oh, really? and we kind of shift things around, need bigger spaces in certain places, smaller and others. So the newsroom that we occupy is CBS Sports Radio is being converted into actual, like, office space or cubicles. For, they're kicking us out? And they're putting us out into the main floor where the WFAN producers and anchors do their work. We're getting kicked out. So, yeah, exactly. Right now, there's, I don't know, uh, two rows back-to-back of six workspaces, and they're going to add a few more onto the end of that. So in that now, in that section, they have erected a huge white tent as they open up ceilings and the floor and wire stuff and whatever. And everyone walked into today in in our usual big open space. There's now a walkway, a person wide between the tent and the wall. And there's all these little corners and walkways to get into the studios that are behind the tent. So it's overwhelming the newsroom. But it looks like in the back end of Breaking Bad when they started (laughs) to find they became exterminators and fumigated houses and inside the fumigation tents, they would make their meth and then kill bugs. It, that's what it looks like right now outside in our newsroom. I never lost. saw, yeah, Breaking Bad, so, so the, I'm not familiar with the, the reference. So part of the issue, as you might, as you might uh, 
think making huge mass quantities of meth is not an easy thing to do because right. you can't go just rent a factory. Right. Um, and at one point they're they're out on their own and they think, what do you make meth out of anyway? Uh, not not kids. Maybe, stop listening. Yeah, stop listening. We can't tell you. <laughs> I don't, I have but no you idea. can buy it at a drugstore. I don't know store. what it looks like. What is? It looks like well, this looks like rock candy. <laughs> the meth that they make on it looks like meth. <laughs> yeah. So so they what they did was they they took over an extermination business, and before the actual exterminator would go in to do the to kill the bugs, you know they put the whole they put a huge right. tent over right. the house, yeah. So you can't see. So they would go in pretending to be exterminators, spend the first night just churning out meth, and then they would leave, and the exterminator would come in, and I guess the meth the 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 smoke that the meth cooks off mm-hmm. smells nasty but it's people thought it smelled like bug killer right so no one cared ah, so that's kind of what it looks like right now this is a big zip tent that you can walk in and they can do some work <laughs> you can come in you can go in but you can't come out is that know, basically said? where is the entrance I didn't, um, I didn't notice that. near the glass door where you would leave oh, here there's okay. a little red are there people in there working now not yet but Oh, probably by the time we leave, they'll be in there doing stuff. Oh, I'm gonna go in there and mess with them. So, so that's gonna be our new home. As yeah, far as work you know area, when you come in in the morning and you scream inappropriate things, it will be out there now, as opposed uh. to being in the newsroom but heard outside because you're so loud. So we have no sanctuary. No sanctuary. And it's not gonna be enclosed. It's gonna be out in the open. Yep. Open air. Open air. Work area. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if we want to do that. HR. You know what you should do. I'm just saying. <laughs> You should stop coming. You don't need to be here so early before the show. You should come in at like 5.50. Just walk in, put your bag down, say hello, come into the studio, and then just leave right away afterwards. Thank you. I mean, there's really no reason for you to stay out. And- I'm going to do that. You've given me permission to do that, right? Yeah, and I'm That's definitely- because of the new work area, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's going right. to be Brian-proof. And your superior talent. <laughs> Mikey B. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> you want this one? You want to finish this? or <laughs> No. I'm going to take him in the tent. <laughs> Let's have a visit in the tent. <laughs> well, the one the one good thing the tent has done, again, for those of you who listen often, you know of our office mate, Zach, uh, who can be a little talkative, a little yes. overbearing. The tent has now basically cornered him in his studio. You can't see in. He can't see out. There's a tiny little walkway around one corner to get to the door. Yes. He's now sequestered over there. So he's upset. He's upset. But ah, he can't now sit there and harass the guests. Right, because that's right. The spot that's going to have our new workspaces used to be kind of like the waiting area for guests to go on the various shows. And Zach would come out and basically browbeat these people with a conversation about God knows what, NASCAR, anything. That they didn't want to talk about. Yeah. Now that's gone. Zach's lair has been taken away, and he's never <laughs> going to get it back. And he's heartbroken. And I think it ends up, it's going to end up being good for us because he's just going to stay back there. But if he's in a bad mood every day when he comes in and he sees it, maybe it's not going to be good for us. But right now I'm optimistic. He should be in a bad mood. Why is that? Every morning he looks in the mirror, he should be in a bad mood. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> 855-212-4227. Brad has mentioned Adrian Beltre in his two previous updates so far this morning. Um, 3,000 hits yesterday, but a, a somewhat complicated Hall of Fame discussion for Beltre and where yesterday's accomplishment fits into all of that. Plus, it is MLB trade deadline yeah. day. Well, great scene, though, for Adrian Beltre with his kids running out yes. there to pull the... Uh, 
the, the showcase the banner uh, that they had there for 3,000 hits uh, in the outfield, on the outfield fence. Uh, yeah, just a guy who's played a long time. I remember he first came out. Dodgers was his first team. And uh, long, lengthy career and still productive and, and to – be the first Dominican, three thousand hits. Yeah. That's, that's cool, man. I can just see now. I can just envision the parade they're going to throw for him as much as they love baseball over there on that island. Uh, so cool moment uh, for him. And, and did you see what he did to uh, Adam Jones? Because he no. doesn't like anyone to touch his head. Oh right, Mikey B. Uh, and, and so Adam Jones and he were together at the beginning of their careers, or he knew Adam at the uh, way back when. And Adam, of course. Went there, touched his head, so he hit him in the jewels. <laughs> Smacked him in the jewels for touching him in the head. Oh, Mikey B. It is, uh, it's trade deadline day, so Mike has booked former Giant and Redskin defensive lineman Barry ah, Cofield. But ah, 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 ah. talk baseball? To break down baseball's <laughs> trade deadline to kick off hour number three. When we come back, though, some trade deadline thoughts from Brian and myself, plus more on Beltre. That's next on Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, this is U.S. men's soccer legend Landon Donovan, and you're listening to Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to hear for the first time or... Hear it again, the nonsense we do daily here on Geo and Jones. Head to geoandjones.com slash audio, full interviews, podcast, God knows what. <laughs> Today, eventually, we'll include Barry Cofield, who joins us to kick off our next hour. We will spin through the NFL uh, with Barry, who was on with Brian and I during Super Bowl week. I think that's when it was. It's all right. Um, dulcet tones of Barry Cofield. Super jealous of that deep voice. Huh. I don't so, recall the deep voice. Is he like no. Kevin, our boy from uh, Youngstown? No, he's not on par with Kevin. No, Kevin's the best. Yeah, he's got the greatest exactly. voice ever. Yeah, and and I, I went through. I I went in, inside the the big white tent. <laughs> you did, and there's a dude in there. Yeah, just I, sitting there. How do I get in there? Well, I would knock first. Someone's in there, and he knocked. How on did the, you know someone was in there? Because I heard already that they're making noise more than they're supposed to. Well, it's not they. It's just one cat. Well, he's pizza. He's not been, doing anything. He's sitting there. Apparently, our friend Zach has already yelled at them for making noise that he can hear through his studio. He's recording things. Oh, Zach yeah. yelling at people. Come on, man. What was he doing in there when you rudely opened his door? He was just sitting door? there. Oh, yeah? Why is that rude? He was all zipped up. I didn't expect anybody to be in there. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm leaving. I'll zip you back up. <laughs> He's just sitting there. They're just having fun in there, actually. Not doing work. They're having parties that we can't like, go to. what are you to. doing? He's like, I can't do anything because they're doing voiceovers or something. All right. I'll zip you back oh, up. So he's listening to Zach. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> My goodness. That's more reason to make noise. Well, shame on that guy. So here we are now. Uh, It is, at the moment, 7.42 and 40 seconds in the east on a Monday morning. We are eight hours, right? Is that good math? It is until the non-waiver trade deadline in baseball. The Chicago Cubs are on the verge of getting reliever Justin Wilson and catcher Alex Avila from the Tigers for two minor leaguers and then cash or a player to be named later. Jonathan Lucroy, whom everybody wanted this time last year, yeah. and the Rangers got him for not cheap. They dump him after just four homers and 27 RBI this year to the Royals for a player to be named later. Uh, those two of the more recent deals. And Sonny Gray is still in play. Yu Darvish is still in play. Justin Verlander 
is still in play. The Mets reliever, Addison Reed, is probably is one of the more now, especially with Wilson off the market, uh, maybe the most sought-after reliever sort of go before the staff. I, I love deadline day. I wish we could do it more often, but then it would lose its luster. But this is a fun day. I love trades. I really? really yeah, they're just fun. <laughs> I want to make okay. a trade. one. I, I, I want to befriend a GM who will let me just sit with him for like the 72 hours before the deadline and just listen and watch and like maybe make a suggestion on what to do. <laughs> screw up a team. Like yeah, the home basically. run derby screwed up Aaron Judge. I didn't want to say it, but there it is. Yeah, There it is. You said it, not the, me. The curse of the home run derby, right? No, he's fine. Yeah, okay. He's fine. Yeah, he's all right. Striking out like 7, crazy. 7,000 foot home run in Seattle last weekend. Striking out like crazy. Whatever you got, you've not got, using uh, the opposite field. Todd Frazier now, and what's his name? Brett Gardner. You're fine. Yeah, Jaime Garcia. How about that? Because you're not going to hear my 750 sports minute. Uh, it's on Jaime Garcia getting traded twice before the deadline. That's yeah. crazy to me. From Atlanta to Minnesota, Minnesota's like, oh, we've we've gotten really bad all of a sudden. <laughs> so instead of buying, let's sell. And we have Bartolo Colon. And, and now he's now he's on the Yankees. Well, uh, the, the bullpen actually has been pitching much, much better, uh, and, and, and that's been, that was the problem when they went through the, their little drought. So uh, you, you, I, I didn't think that they would address the bullpen, but they did. They made a couple trades to, to shore that up with the White Sox, of course, with Dave Robinson coming back to the Yankees. Uh, Canely also was a number guy in, in that trade, and, and now they've got Garcia. But I think starting pitching is, is still an issue, and let's see if they – are still in the running for Sonny Gray. Some are saying they are, and, and you know the price is it going to be too high uh, for them? They have a plethora mm. of, of uh, outfielders in in their farm system, and so they they can afford to uh, give up some of those those guys. So we'll we'll see what materializes us for the Yankees. But had one six straight loss yesterday afternoon uh, to the uh, to the Rays. Uh, won three out of the uh, the four games. Uh, and, and uh, that's enough Yankee talk. So you mentioned the, in there the White Sox, uh, and they're doing. Damn, he just cut me <laughs> off. Uh, they've actually they're doing this right. Credit. I mean, it stinks for them that they're in this position. Wait, wait. Announcement: You just been traded. Oh, good. Yeah. To where? <laughs> I don't think you want to know. You tell you, me. You, you, you know when you get there. <laughs> when am I leaving? Right now? Uh, right now. <laughs> Let me limp my stuff. way to my Uber. Get your stuff and get out. <laughs> I would be out of here faster than you <laughs> if I had the use of my legs. Yeah. Um, so the White Sox have done this correctly. This is what you have to do when things go go crappy. They have sold every usable part. Melky Cabrera yesterday went to the Royals. Canely's a Yankee. They traded Dan Jennings. They traded Anthony Schwarzak. Uh, they have just they have abandoned ship, and why not? Because there's no middle ground here. You've either got to be good, and if you're not good, you might as well be terrible and go all the way down to right. the basement and then build up from there. So I just want to get it in. We can go back to the Yankees in a second, but the White Sox have done a very good job here handling this, um, trying to make themselves as better as possible and, in the and, long and term. You, you look at some of these races, and there are a lot of buyers. Uh, and so it's going to be interesting to see. You know how you package deals, young players, maybe some some current uh, guys who are in the big leagues, uh, and 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 make some moves to shore up your team if you're a buyer, because uh, there are a lot of. I mean, these races are going to be hot, and it looks like they're going to come down to the end. Except for out in the West, of course, you've got 
uh, the Astros who've run away and the Dodgers who've run away with their divisions. But uh, AL East, man, it's going to be nipping tuck. Do- uh, the Yankees are now up just half a game. And and, and then you look at the, the other races, uh, it's going to be some good stuff down the stretch. August uh, could be pretty fun. Well, you've got, you know, the NL West is over and the AL West is over. Right. But, the, but th- again, thank God for the wild cards. I still don't love the one-game scenario because anything can happen there in a one-game set. Um, but there's really no other way around it. If you extend that round, then the other teams are waiting too long to play later in the week. So I, I get it. Um, it's not perfect, but it's better than not having them. Because right. if we didn't have them, we'd have two divisions done and nothing else to worry about. And the Diamondbacks and Rockies would be SOL in the NOS. Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, they're fighting off the Brewers or the Cubs, whoever's not in first in the Central, for a wild card spot. And it leads Arizona to make a trade for J.D. Martinez. It leads to Colorado taking a flyer on Lucroy. They got um, they traded for a reliever recently too. I can't think of who. Oh, uh, Nishek. They got Nishek during last week, so that it, it it furthers the conversation. And like, as you said in the AL, I mean, there is at one point there are like eleven teams all within like three games. It has thinned out a little bit. The Twins, who are now selling, are only four games out, but there's a lot right. of teams in between them and the top. And the Royals keep winning. Um, so yeah, this is. It is, it is some of it a weird market. Even here in New York, you know, Jay Bruce has 27 home runs, 28 home runs, and 70-plus RBIs and plays a useful right field. And he's a free agent after this year. You give him a qualifying offer, and then you're going to get a draft pick if he leaves. Hmm. And nobody wants him. Yeah. I mean, the Mets would Mets are prepared to trade him, and they're also prepared to keep him. But people, there's just there's not a market for Jay Bruce because nobody needs outfielders with home runs right now, they need pitching, so he's just sitting there. Well, they they Tampa picks up Lucas Duda. Right. And he hits a home run Saturday when I was oh, at the game. 700 feet. I hated it. Loved it. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, and, and, and so here's a guy that they feel like can help them, even though they're now looking, they're, I guess, four games out uh, coming in the series. They were you know, a lot closer, of course, to Boston and the Yankees now having lost three out of four uh uh, on the outside looking in, but they they tried to shore up uh, their their lineup and and get some more uh, home run power. And, and Lucas has Duda has he has uh, uh, provided that here right. immediately. And let's see if he can keep going and they can and, and close uh, close that that gap between them, the Yankees, and, and the Red Sox. Now, that's gonna be interesting to see what the Red Sox do. Uh, David Price once again is on the DL hmm. uh, with elbow inflammation and 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 not apologizing to Dennis Eckersley, which is just crazy in, in, in my mind. I don't understand what's going on there with between he and that team and, and the media because it's not just Eckersley who is drawing the ire uh, of the Red Sox uh, players. Uh, but let's see what they do. Uh, do they need more another bat? I, I'm not so sure, but pitching may be. Uh, place where they they look to shore up. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, they're one of the teams that has been connected to Addison Reed out of the Mets. Zach Britton, another arm out of Baltimore that could certainly be moved before Furious in this afternoon. Uh, I thought Justin Verlander was very honest yesterday, pitched what might have been his last start in Detroit. Six shutout innings against the Astros and said this is basically... You know, this is a win-win for me because I mm-hmm. love it here and I don't want to leave. So if I stay, that's awesome. But I also might be pitching in a playoff race yeah. in 48 hours. So that would be great too. But, you know, we mentioned this with, with Dan O'Dowd late on the show on Friday. It's tough for Verlin. He was very good last year, has kind of had a weird year this year. Some of his numbers are good and impressive and consistent. Others are not. Right. 
but he's owed $78 million over the next right. you know three years after this one, and he's 34, 35. So I, I, I just I have a tough time giving them anything for Justin Verlander. I, well, I think he well, actually doesn't move. Right. Today. That's the rub. I mean, you got a guy with that much cash left on the deal. I'm not giving you any players. I'm going <laughs> to assume all that money. Right. Uh, and, and, and you want something in return? No. We'll just take that off your books, all that cash and, and, and the player, and, and that's it. That's all you get, buddy. That's a lot of cash. You know, none of the smaller market teams are going to be in play for him. Kansas right. City just, you know, made a deal, but uh, they're not going to. No, no way. You count them out, and and I, I don't really see a team like the Yankees that's been open, at least in the past, to to um, uh, going over the their cap and and paying a luxury tax or what have you. They're they're not going to be in the running for him. No, these the two uh, Verlander and Darvish are are big market uh, acquisitions. Yeah. And for the longest time, Verlander was packaged with Avila going from Detroit to Chicago, the Cubs. That was a big-time rumor. Uh, and now it's Wilson, the reliever, that goes with the veteran catcher and not Verlander. So uh, unless the Dodgers would prefer him over you, Darvish, uh, or even, I guess, Sonny Gray, who, again, is still sitting in Oakland, uh, I think Verlander stays put. I think the, the Tigers did what they could do. And the kid, Candelario, they got for Wilson and, and Avila is the number one prospect left in the Cubs system with guys up or have been traded recently. So um, they, they got something for those two movable pieces. And then whatever they got back from for J.D. Martinez as well, uh, the Tigers for a while there were kind of stuck in between what they should do. But it was obvious that they needed to make these moves. And they did, and we'll see. Uh, again, with my math skills, we're eight hours and seven minutes away from... <laughs> well, you know world. how it works here at Gio and Jones. We'll say nothing will happen. No way they're going to move all these big money guys. Yeah. And then as soon as the show is over, bang. Well, I mean, things, things. This should be fairly busy. I mean, a great deal is going to be a big one because it's going to it's going to require some high level prospects to get him out of Oakland because he's controllable past this year. Uh, And then you know, you Darvish and Verlander too falls into this different pitching coach, a different scene. Maybe they can straighten a few things out. And those guys are aces. I mean, Darvish is an ace. Verlander is an ace. And they're bulls, especially Verlander, and they've and he's been down this road more than once before. So experience is a thing too, you know. So those on one hand, as maybe unmovable as Verlander might be, he's also a guy that that brings something to the table, and it's a very for him with that contract, it's a lot to to digest. Right. But in the short term, you may end up being worth your while. Eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. Your phone calls in hour number three, as well as maybe less interest than expected in Mayweather v. McGregor. There was a UFC, yeah, UFC fight this weekend. What? There was a J.R. Smith-Tracy McGrady social media fight this weekend. Damn. Right? All that going on. If they can't be friends. Hmm. And Steven Adams of the Thunder likes to get punched while shooting free throws. Hmm. Just putting that out there. Does it pay well? Punching Steven Adams? I don't know. I'd sign up for that. Take that. We can find out. Plus, Barry Cofield (laughs) on the NHL offseason and baseball's trade deadline. Next on Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.